This is the Create Love, Create Freedom podcast. My name is Allison Fisher. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about children who have been raised by narcissistic parents, perhaps also just one narcissistic parent. And I think that this is an important topic because there's a lot of discussion going on about people who date narcissists or people who are married to narcissists. But I think that there's a very deep correlation between how you were raised and whether you were raised by um, a parent who was quite narcissistic um, and or a parent who had borderline personality disorder. And then also the relationships that you choose to get into in adulthood. I think that there's a very deep correlation. Um, I think that it's important to make the distinction that we can all, all of us, show up on the narcissistic spectrum, right? We can slide around on it a little bit. Um, this does not make us completely narcissistic or be diagnosed as a narcissist. But I do think that it sheds light on how, like how we were raised sheds light on the kinds of relationships that we have as adults. And I think also the kinds of lives that we lead and the kind of inner work that we have to do because of those early childhood experiences. So I have really found that children of narcissists often had very difficult childhoods uh, where they consistently tried and failed to live up to the changing expectations of their parents. And notice the changing expectations. Um, This wasn't simply a change because the child became older. Um, And naturally, expectations will change. But this was on a much deeper level, never knowing what the expectation was um, from one time to the next. Narcissists have an excessive need for praise and validation and have little regard for the feelings and needs of other people whether they be overt narcissists, kind of the extroverted narcissist, or the covert narcissist, the introverted narcissist. And as parents, they are often emotionally unavailable, neglectful, and abusive. Um, A lot of times the abuse came psychologically or um, emotionally. Um, And their children often struggled with self-esteem issues, anxiety, depression, and again, unhealthy relationships. So first, let's look at what are the the characteristics of a narcissistic parent. Um, like I said before, they are parents who are often emotionally abusive to their children, a lot of times holding them to impossible and constantly changing expectations and standards. Maybe standard isn't even the right word because A lot of parents and most parents have a standard and an expectation, but 
with narcissistic parents, this tends to be at such a high level that it's almost perfectionism. You must be perfect. You must perform perfectly. I will accept nothing less. And those kind of parents with narcissistic personality disorder, they're highly sensitive as well as defensive. They tend to lack self-awareness and empathy for other people, including their children. Um, They may ask their child how they're doing, but either they really don't care or they don't emotionally invest. If the child says, you know, um, I'm not really doing very well. I, I didn't have a very good day. They won't really dive into that with the child. They won't hold space with their child. They won't um, co-regulate with their child's emotions and needs, right? They'll kind of blow it off or not engage at all. Narcissistic, narcissistic parents are often described as being unpredictable, also very hot and cold, making it really hard for their children to know what to expect. Um, This actually is something that can be very true with a parent with borderline personality disorder. Um, Never knowing when the other shoe was going to drop, never knowing when they were going to have explosive anger or tears. Um, But it was always the hot and cold, right? The kind of push pull one minute they were this way and the next minute they were the exact opposite. And narcissistic abuse is common and has deeply lasting negative impacts on children that last all the way into adulthood. Narcissists can be very hard to spot because they tend to put a lot of energy and effort into maintaining their reputation um, and also appearing very normal. Um, normal as parents, right? Being very involved. But there, I think that there are some telltale ways to kind of look at narcissism and whether or not your parents showed up um, pretty strongly on the narcissist spectrum, whether or not they were diagnosed with um, a narcissistic disorder. Uh, they also tend to be people who twist reality in ways that cause their children to doubt themselves and their perception. Um, so the narcissistic parent will really portray themselves as loving, concerned parents when what they're really interested in is that um, how it looks externally, I would say, to other people, other parents, other people in the community. And of course, not everyone is going to have the same experience. Um, yet I'd like to go through some signs. Um, some signs of being raised by a parent who showed up on the narcissist spectrum pretty strongly. And the first was their love for you was very conditional. I think it's a very common sign when being raised by a narcissist to feel unloved and that it was your fault because you did or 
didn't do something the right way. Um, they call this conditional love because there are certain conditions or parameters that have to be met in order to receive the love from the parent. And it seems to me with a parent who's a little higher on the narcissist spectrum, it's less about love, receiving love. It's more about receiving some sort of praise, right? It's also really important to note that conditional love is common in abusive homes and has deeply devastating long-term effects on children. Um, When the parent is narcissistic, the conditions for love usually revolve around the emotional needs and self-esteem of the parent, not the child. When the child makes the parent feel good about themselves, important or special, narcissistic parents will often show love and affection towards their child or what appears to be love and affection, but it's, it's had to come from a place of condition to begin with. When the parent feels bad about themselves, or if the child did something that the parent believes was wrong, um, or did something, the child did something that um, the parent expected something different, the parent may ignore them, be cruel to them, be um, abusive. It can be physically abusive. Um, a lot of times I've seen it as emotionally abusive, the way that they speak to the child, particularly in private, right? Because they, they don't want that to be seen um, by other parents, by people in the community, by other family members. I think another sign is somehow it was always about them. So narcissistic parents have a way of always making the situation about them. They have a tendency to make things about them that may have really made you as the child feel unheard, unseen, and invisible. So even during moments that were supposed to be about you, um, a birthday, a graduation, um, you know, kind of those, those larger moments when you know it's there to simply be a display of how great they are, what a great parent they are. There's none of that deep emotional connection. Um, and a lot of times they will make themselves the center of attention. So here are a few ways um, or examples, I should say, of how a narcissistic parent makes everything about them. Their conversations are always about them. Sometimes it's a roundabout way. Sometimes it's in a very direct way. They took credit for any achievements of the child or, or you. They created conflict or drama to draw a lot of attention to themselves. Sometimes I've even seen deeply narcissistic parents creating drama so that they can solve some sort of problem so that they will be seen as kind of the hero in the moment. Um, They make everything very personal, even when it had nothing to do with them, right? This can also really happen with a borderline parent. 
a parent with borderline personality disorder or even undiagnosed borderline personality disorder. Um, everything turns personal. Everything is either a personal attack. Um, you know, well, you treated me this way. Well, you know, um, you made me feel this way about myself, even towards their children, not just their spouse. And I think another avenue is really, they always need to really one up you or one up their child when the child achieves something. Um, They would downplay the child's achievement, but they would either share a story or they would act in a way where they were kind of given all the glory in the moment. Another sign of being raised by a narcissistic parent is that you didn't know what was real and what was imagined. Um, this is really the form of experiencing a lot of self-doubt. Narcissists are often very skilled at gaslighting, which is the abusive, abusive tactic of really twisting and distorting the truth in ways that can make a person really question and doubt their reality. Over time, this really causes the child to doubt themselves and their reality. Um, making them really wonder if they imagine that something was happening or if really they're the crazy one. And as a child who grew up with a mother with borderline personality disorder, I can very much relate to this. Um, there were times when it was like, but that's not what happened. And there will be, you know, either my sister or, um, you know, my father would also be like, no, 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 that that's not what happened but that's how they created in their mind. And so it, it's very hard to distinguish between what's real and kind of the story that they, that they spin um, to kind of fit the reality that they wanted. And it kind of makes you feel a little crazy and nuts because they'll constantly hold it against you as well. I found that to be rather true. Like, well, you did this thing. Well, no, that it wasn't like that. It was like this. And then they still hold the behavior that never happened against you. So um, here are some examples of narcissistic gaslighting. Um, a lot of times the parent will tell you or, or tell uh, their child that they are imagining or making things up. And they're very good at it. Like, that's the other thing. It's not just a, no, I didn't eat, the, you know, your Halloween candy or something, right? It, it's, it's a very, it's very believable. And especially as a child, the child really can believe it, right? Um, it, they accuse you of exaggerating the truth. Um, they list times in the past when they said you lied imagined something or made something up. And the another um, you know example would be they really twist what you said or did from what actually happened. Another uh, sign that you were raised by a narcissistic parent is that you weren't allowed to state your feelings or needs. 
you felt like it wasn't okay for you to tell your parent how you felt, how you felt, um, or what you needed growing up. Um, children of narcissistic parents learn early that the things they feel and want and need don't matter to their parent. And they learn to keep it to themselves. Um, I think that this can also really show up in um, insecure attachment style, right? We, we keep things to ourselves because even when we try to use our voice and speak up what our needs are, they're not going to get met. So either we have to learn how to meet them, um, you know, we come up with different coping mechanisms. And again, this really affects the kinds of people that we then look for or feel safe to us as adults, the kind of romantic relationships that we engage in. There's a reason why our trauma follows us until we really work on healing, until that can be working with someone who's uh, you know, a professional. It can also be simply doing some of our own work and looking at these areas of our life where we don't feel confident. We don't feel like we can trust other people. And so again, this is very true of narcissistic parents. You, your feelings, not only were you not allowed to state them sometimes, your feelings, your needs, but they were never going to be taken care of. They were never going to be honored. And so I think sometimes children raised by narcissists struggle to even identify how they feel or what they want or need, um, both as children, but also as they become adults. And they become so used to repressing these inner feelings and wants and needs. And so again, they're obviously going to have a very distorted view of love. And they're also going to have a very distorted view of relationships as they, as they mature, as they age. And this can really cause an adult with a parent with borderline personality disorder or a parent who is a narcissist, it really can cause them to feel uncertain about who they are, what they like and don't like. And a lot of times they can also have a really hard time making decisions or just simply letting someone in because again, their needs never got met. So therefore, it's much more difficult to allow someone even the opportunity to meet our needs. Um, another sign that you were raised by a narcissistic parent is that you witness their victims. So narcissists don't have the capacity to have healthy mutual relationships where they attend to the feelings and needs of other people. And this is why most narcissists have a pattern of unhealthy or broken relationships. Severe narcissists have a long list of people who they used and then discarded when they were done with them. And even if your parent was able to maintain their relationships with other people, you probably at times witness some of these, these following things. Like they talk poorly about the other person. The, they overreacted to the slightest criticism. They became aggressive or even passive aggressive to others. They took advantage of or used people for their own needs. And probably as you got older, you noticed it more and more. 
Um, they became jealous or competitive of people who had something they didn't. And they often guilted or manipulated other people to get what they wanted. Um, another sign of being raised by a narcissistic parent was that you worried a lot about displeasing them. It's really normal for a child to want to please their parent. But if you had a parent who was either diagnosed with narcissism or even just showed up on the narcissism spectrum uh, pretty frequently, you might have lived in fear of displeasing your parent. This fear came from seeing what happened to others who upset them and also experiencing it firsthand. Many children of narcissistic parents go to great lengths to please their parents. Um, they also have limited success with it. It's one of the kind of telltale signs for me when working with people and really noticing uh, even in their 30s or later in life, they are still trying to please their parent. And as someone who had a mother with borderline personality disorder, as I've said before, I always wanted to please her. I always walked on eggshells. Don't don't disturb her. Don't make her upset. You know, whatever. Um, but I also really tried to please her. I tried to help her. I tried to make things better, even as a child. And now I really understand that I'm never going to be able to please my mother. And now I've come to the point where I'm okay with that. But part of the problem is a child who has a parent who's a narcissist has a lot of limited success with pleasing their parent. And this is because what it takes to please their parent one day to the next might change um, and usually does, meaning that you, the child, often lived in a state of constant stress and fear. And and then there was also punishment that came along with it, right? It it also the punishment would change depending on the mood of your parent. It left you constantly guessing. So obviously, as you uh, maybe you were able to distance yourself from that parent, maybe you were able to um, cut yourself off from that parent, leave. But when you go into relationships, when you've really been doing that kind of high wire act throughout your childhood and, and into your 20s and your 30s and sometimes your 40s, you, you go into relationships also being on eggshells. You don't, if, if your partner's mood changes a little bit, it causes problems. It causes anxiety or, or an avoidancy, right? you you push them away or you detach yourself, right? Um, because again, as a child, you were left constantly guessing. Another sign that you were raised by a narcissistic parent is that their reputation was your responsibility. Because narcissists are so dependent on the validation, recognition, and admiration of others, their children are expected to help them maintain 
a perfect appearance. And I mean perfect appearance. The child in in a narcissist in a narcissistic home or with you know maybe one parent who's the narcissist whatnot the child can become an extension of the narcissistic parent's ego which which often includes helping the parent maintain a certain image or reputation having the children who are the smartest in class having the children who Maybe are even a little aggressive and bully others. Um, in other relationships, I've seen the, the narcissistic parent want the child to be very passive instead of aggressive, right? Um, very, um, malleable, right? But, but the nice, the nice child. In other situations, I've seen where the parent will expect the child to, um, be very bold and very, um, defiant towards other kids. But regardless, it's there to maintain the image, the reputation that the narcissistic parent has decided, you know, basically adopted. This is the person I am. This is the, this is the type of people that we are. You fall in line. And so some of the ways that you, um, might have experienced this, um, that might have experienced protecting your parents' image might have include, uh, might have included being punished severely for embarrassing your parent. And again, it can change what, you know, what constitutes embarrassing them. Um, being bullied about your own appearance, your weight, or the performance that you gave. Not being allowed to share certain details about them or their life with other people. Being treated like an accessory to your parent for photo ops and public images uh, or their public image, right? Being lectured about how your actions reflect poorly on them. And your parent wanted you to be successful enough to brag about, yet not so successful that it triggered their jealousy and made them feel inferior to you. Another way that, uh, another sign that you were raised by a narcissistic parent is that they expected you to always agree with them. Uh, Narcissists have very fragile egos. And having a child who has a different opinion, belief, or idea can be seen as a threat. Children and narcissists are often denied the right to have their own feelings, their own beliefs, or their own opinions. And also, aren't really allowed to make a lot of their own choices. Um, Or if they are allowed to make some of their own choices, it's very much within some very strict parameters. They're not allowed to explore who they are. They are told who they are, the kind of family they came from. Another sign that you were raised by a narcissistic parent is that they were very hot and cold. Because narcissists rely on other people for their validation, they're often just as skilled at reeling people in as they are in spitting them out. Um, This reminds me a lot of like love bombing. And it's a common term um, that's really used to describe the ways that 
uh, particularly in this case, a person with um, who, who either shows up very strongly on the, the narcissism spectrum or they have been diagnosed with narcissism, they draw people close to them. And it involves a lot of, you know, it involves showing a lot of affection and care and concern for someone to get close to them. But then unfortunately, it doesn't last. And it usually ends with like either anger outbursts or silent treatment or another emotionally abusive form of punishment. And so if you have a parent who um, is fairly narcissistic, you probably experienced both the love bombing and the emotional neglect or abuse that followed it. Um, and this really may have confused you as a child, causing you to feel like if you just tried harder, they would treat you better. Then what happens in adulthood is you tend to enter relationships with that same kind of mindset. Love isn't supposed to feel very safe. So you choose people who either emotionally, physically, or psychologically are not safe. They're abusive. And then when you are very much in that relationship, it has to be a relationship where you have to work really hard for it. Um, both anxious and avoidant attachment styles have that kind of belief. Love isn't, love isn't supposed to be easy. Um, love is supposed to have conditions around it. Um, love, you know, in love, your partner is supposed to be very hot and cold. One minute really drawing you close, right? Um, where it's almost smothering love, love bombing. And then there are other times when they really, um, push you away. Um, there's emotional neglect or abuse that follows. Uh, they try to sever any sort of uh, intimacy or closeness, right? And so if you just think that if you tried harder, if you love them better, they would treat you better. And unfortunately, what you're really finding yourself in is in, is in another toxic relationship, another toxic dynamic, right? a pattern that is toxic. And so in order to heal from that, a lot of times it is stepping away from those types of relationships. But then it's also really working on you, taking a look at how your parents treated you and those beliefs that you have around love. And then uh, lastly, another sign that um, you had a parent who was narcissistic, is that they, the parent, really could do no wrong. And at the core of narcissism is a deep sense of shame and inadequacy, most likely stemming from their own childhood, how they were treated as a child. And most of the symptoms of the, you know, of narcissistic uh, a disorder is to protect them from that, from the sense of shame and inadequacy. So this includes their defenses of blaming other people, lashing out, denying their mistakes, and needing to maintain a perfect appearance, right? There's nothing wrong with them. They don't, they don't see that there is something 
wrong. They don't see that there are wounds and trauma that they need to heal as well. And that all they did with their children is really pass on these very harming um, attitudes and beliefs and, and feelings about love. So because they believe they did nothing wrong, this means that most parents who show up on the narcissism spectrum um, very strongly, they won't admit that they did anything wrong, including not being willing to acknowledge um, some of their shortcomings as a parent. If you had a narcissistic parent, you may have been blamed for many things that weren't really your fault. Um, And maybe even saying they weren't really your fault isn't the right way of saying it. It wasn't your fault. If you ever tried to confront your parent about the ways they mistreated you, you probably never got the apology that you wanted from them. And the truth is you probably won't ever get an apology. It's an interesting thing learning how to move on without closure from the other person. Yet, at the same time, you can still very much do it. So, again, there are a lot of effects um, of being raised by narcissistic parents. It can vary depending, um, you know, how severe the narcissism was how much time you spent with that parent and, you know, what other supports you had in your life. Um, yet there can also be a lot of lasting negative effects. Um, children that suffered abuse from their narcissistic parents may even have developed symptoms of, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder. And a lot of these kinds of experiences can result in issues that show up in your own life as, a, as an adult, low self-esteem, shame, or insecurities, trust issues in relationships, and a real difficulty being vulnerable, high levels of self-doubt, and not trusting yourself to make decisions, needing the approval or validation of other people, Right? because that's what your parent did. It was a constant, they needed a constant supply. So you might find yourself kind of addicted to some approval, uh, needing that in order to feel good about yourself. Um, You could also find yourself in a place of being in a codependent relationship or caretaking patterns in your romantic relationships. Um, perfectionistic tendencies, or alternatively, self-destructive tendencies. This is kind of different sides of the same sword. You can either be very perfectionistic, or you might be quite self-destructive, depending on you know how they kind of approached you, um, or the kinds of impossible standards that your parents had set. Um, sometimes you can have a lot of difficulty standing up for yourself setting boundaries and saying no. Um, This can really show up in our places of work. This can really show up in our intimate relationships. 
You can also have a lot of difficulty identifying or expressing your feelings, your wants, and your needs. Because you learned how to repress that. Your needs weren't getting met. You can tend to have a lot of trouble trouble separating from parents, from, I should say, your parents, your narcissistic parent, and really being independent from them. This is another sign that I personally felt uh, well into my 30s with a mother who had borderline personality disorder. Um, I think that children of narcissistic parents can become adults who don't feel like they developed a strong sense of identity, a strong sense of who they are. Um, they tend to go into relationships, adult relationships, intimate relationships that are, um, perhaps unhealthy or toxic, but can really fall into insecure relationships with people who have insecure attachment styles. And I think that also, you know, anxiety can show up sometimes depression, um, PTSD, um, substance abuse. It can be a long-term effect of trying to learn how to cope with a parent who treated you in these kinds of ways as a child. So I think that, you know, being raised by someone who had, um, who was either diagnosed with narcissism or a parent who showed up very strongly on the narcissist spectrum really means that as a child, you didn't get the love, support, and guidance you needed from a parent or your, your caretaker. Because uh, a lot of times, even if it was just one of your parents, the other parent was probably pretty passive or placated to the narcissistic parent's needs. And so I think that, you know, if you find yourself in this kind of situation where you're like, oh, yes, I was definitely raised by a parent, I, you know, I identify with a lot of um, those signs and symptoms. Um, I think that really doing your inner work Um, I know for myself, I would choose one kind of thing at a time, one topic at a time. Um, And I would kind of go, I would go a bit deep into those things. So like a fear of of intimacy, a fear of abandonment. Um, I was never physically abandoned, but emotionally, I was definitely abandoned and neglected. And so diving into those things and learning how to soothe my inner child learning how to, how to soothe my nervous system, learning how to become more secure and change a lot of the limiting beliefs and the stories that I had around love um, has really helped me grow and also become the kind of person who is genuinely, authentically confident. I like to call it becoming the sovereign queen of my own life. Um, there was a time when I didn't trust anything. Uh, that I really did. And I always looked for people outside of myself to tell me what I needed to do in order to really become the person that I thought I wanted to be. And so the more that you explore yourself, 
the more you can heal. Um, you can find transformation, uh, deep transformation. Um, this month in our members club, we are exploring both anxious and avoidant attachment style, two of the three insecure attachment styles, uh, which again, I think can really lead back to understanding our parents better and really uncovering some of these truths, whether or not they had borderline personality disorder or whether or not they were narcissistic. And um, next month, we are going to be looking at disorganized attachment, the third insecure attachment style. And then we're also going to be looking at secure attachment and how to move ourselves more towards an understanding of secure attachment. And we're going to do that very much so through polyvagal theory, um, healing our nervous system and understanding our nervous system, as well as looking at those limiting beliefs that we have both around who we are, um, but also what we look for in our relationships and love. So if you would like to join us in the members club, um, it is a monthly subscription. Uh, it is very much a self-guided pace. You go at the pace that you um, need to. Uh, there's a workbook each month and um, multiple videos for you to go through. And you can go to um, our website, um, Create Love Freedom, or you can also go to um, Create Love Freedom on Instagram and tap on the link in our bio. And then you'll also be able to join the members club from there. So until next time.